can already tell that I've got some IT stuff I got to work on with with OBS Studio and my buddies over on the Discord. Everybody, welcome to Gene Pool episode. Uh, welcome episode to Gene Pool Variety Hour, well, episode forty-five. <laughs> Let's do that all over again. Um, we're very professional in what we do. Um, <laughs> sure we are, Dad. Sure we are. <laughs> I'm one of you, I'm one of your co-hosts. I'm the old guy. I'm the dad. My name is Sean, and that guy on the other side of the screen is. And I'm and I am Connor McKay, the uh, uh, the fast, the furious, and and the powerful monster hunter of the group. Okay, yeah, he's all about Monster Hunter these days, and so he keeps trying to it's get me to do. It's a fun game. I'm, I'm sure it is. I just I you tried got me it. to play Border. I mean, sorry, you you um, you got me to play Destiny. It, um, it's your turn to play one of my games. And I did, and right? I didn't like it. And you stopped playing Destiny because you didn't really like it. So there you go. So uh, anyway, uh. So, yeah, you have all the Monster Hunter that you want. Talk to Brandon and Mitch. They spent like a year playing nothing but Monster Hunter, so they loved it. <laughs> um, and I tried it, but it j I got overwhelmed with the inventory management to begin with, you know? Um, because they like, kind of. What do you mean? It was, there was just so much, right? And, and most well, games. Well, yeah, it's a collect a thon. No, um, and, and, people could say the same, same thing about Skyrim. Sure, and I get that. Um, but I think, but Skyrim kind of moves you into the inventory management a little bit. Okay, you only have a couple of things to start with, and you get add a couple of things. And oh, now I got to get gems. Oh, now I got to get this. You know, whereas I felt like I was just thrown into this monster-sized inventory that I had to try to manage and understand, and I just it it was overwhelming, and that shut me down on the game. It's, that's that's what it was. It just shut me down. Um. I'm getting a lot of feedback from you again. So, is there something? Uh, every time, every time you start talking, I hear that feedback again, just like we did that a couple episodes ago when your dishwasher was running. So, is your dishwasher well, it's running not again? Going, it's not going now. It could be my Xbox on though. Oh, that could be it. You might want to turn that off. You get a little bit of interference or something. So, I don't know. Anyway. Go. So, uh, we just hang out and we do all kinds of nerdy stuff and ask some uh, geek questions and talk about usually random movies. All this this week is not a random movie. Uh, it was it was picked for us by the audience. Dad, I can't hear you. Dad, I can't hear you. I'm sorry. I'm right here. I can hear me and I can hear you. I don't know what you did. Okay. Hey, now I can hear you. Okay. I don't know what happened. Um, for some reason, it's um. It said my internet connection was unstable. Oh, okay. Well, that's not that's on you, not me. I know because I could hear you and you could and, and and everything. So, so that's what we get. That's what we do. We always start out with just spending some time, kind of hanging out, talking about stuff that's been going on with us. Um, I usually let some, you start. Sometimes we have some technical difficulties, like right now. Um, <laughs> so tell me a little bit about what's going on with you. Uh, okay, so. So not to uh, divulge too much, but um, but my supervisor has had to take a leave of absence as of recently, mm -hmm. you know, for, for for some personal family stuff. So, so basically, for the past three weeks, I've had to work 
work solo at least three days a week just so he could take care of everything. Right, right. And um, and then also for the past three weeks going on, well, 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 well this will be the second of three weeks where, where I need to work Saturdays. Yeah, I know, man. Oh, so get, so um, it started last Saturday, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's, it's just our last Saturday, and, and and then I'm gonna work a full day tomorrow because, um, be um because they're going to be. One second, and then Nikki's really loud. Babe, my. Babe, can you close your door? Thank you. Love you. Okay. <laughs> anyway, was, um, that was a heated discussion about something in a game. Yeah, and Ni- uh, Nikki's one of those girls who um who gets super duper passionate and super duper loud. She uh, doesn't look like it, but she but she can get loud. Okay. So so anyway, anyway, so you've been working you've been working a lot more lately, a lot more hours, which is actually kind of good because it's it's kind of made up for um, days that you miss all, because of weather. All the snow days yeah. uh, I had yeah. recently. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I that's mean, good. I mean, it, it's it's good and all, but then at the same time, it feels like I haven't left work. You know, in the past two weeks, it feels like I, ha- I have not left work at all. Right, right. Yeah, see, now it sounds like it's coming from my end, this this hissing sound, and I don't know what it is because I got... An, let's I got an, just not do Let's just not talk about it. Okay? I know, it's, it's just... It makes my eye twitch, and you know it does. So we're just going to deal with it. Just move on, you know? I mean, just roll with the punches. So for me, um, your brother had his wisdom teeth cut out today. So oh god! I, so I've been home all day taking care of that. Um, and How's then he mom, doing? He's doing okay. He's doing okay. We're 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 working on trying to get the bleeding to stop. And you know, he's in some pain, but he's actually managing really well. Um, he yeah, was, yeah. Mitch, uh, Mitch is he is pretty good when it comes to, to that kind of stuff. Yeah, he was. He's, he's not really a complainer. He was much more um, nervous and upset at the procedure because of the anesthesiology. You know, um, he did that. That made him nervous. You know, getting gas and and all that kind of mm-hmm. anesthesia that 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 made him nervous. And he was shaking and he was getting really nervous. And he was compliant. Uh, for people that don't know, my youngest son Mitch is also on the spectrum. He's more high functioning autism, and so this is his. He's only st- recently allowed me to start taking him to the dentist, and that was because he started having wisdom tooth pain. Um, and so he had to get him cut out today, and they had to do the, 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 the gas on the nose first and then put an IV in to kind of knock him out a little bit to do this stuff. And he was super scared about that. They were super awesome, man. They could tell he was getting nervous. I could see his heart rate was like 145 and 130. And, and they said, Mitch, you know... Um, what kind of music do you like to listen to? You know, they he said they said do you like to listen to music? And they said he said yes. And they they said what kind of music do you like listening to? And he said Disney music. And they immediately said Alexa, play Disney music. And immediately Alexa started playing Disney music in the room. And it started out with that song from Hercules with the the girl singing, not you know with the girl with like the muses singing back up for her. Meg Meg um, yeah Megara yeah um. When, um um, let's see, what's the name, what's the name of it, um, um, ah, dang, it's on tip of my tongue. Anyway, it started, that song started playing, and he immediately smiled, and his heart rate... I won't rate say I'm in love. Yes, that's it. And, and he, he immediately started smiling, that's and, and, and right his, there. his, 
the heart rate immediately started to go down. He was still nervous, but that really helped. That was really cool that they did that. Uh, but he's handled I mean, he's handled the pain pretty well. Now he's still pretty numb, so the pain hasn't really fully set in yet. So we'll see. But he's got some good now, he's got some good now, pain meds for later. <laughs> so now I gotta ask. I gotta ask. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> as, um, as, it's probably because I have. Um, I probably have my mic modulated a little. Are you serious? BK is pop. Okay, this guy, this guy's my former commander for at the squadron that I work at. Okay. Wait, what? This is this is see that's pretty cool. BK, that's awesome, dude. So this I'm, is. I'm <laughs> kind of nervous. We have military in here now. I need to so, shape up. I, I I need to be uh, <clears throat> presentable. Oh my gosh. Well, just so you know, BK, I'm having I'm having some nice libations in your honor. So, um, but anyway, so so that's what's been going on today. And um, now, Dad, Dad, I yeah. gotta ask. I yeah. gotta ask. Yeah. Was Mitch loopy? No, he wasn't loopy at all. Ah, oh, dang it. He was fine. He was super chill. That's when he- the best part of getting your wisdom <laughs> teeth taken out is the freaking loopiness aftermath of of the gas so anyway so we didn't so no he was fine he was he was just super chill laid back kind of a grin on his face he was fine um other than that work's been been busy um gonna be really busy with a lot of stuff at work next week i do some uh travel back up to the pacific northwest in in a couple of weeks for some stuff uh but other than that it's just doing my normal stuff um yeah game wise you know, I'm I'm still doing the Destiny thing with 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 the dudes. That's um, all you ever play, Dad. You know, last week after you and I got uh, since we didn't do the podcast last week, you know, we got on and we did uh, play that Outriders demo, which is pretty cool. It's kind of a three fi- three man fire team kind of video game with shooters and da 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 all that doing all that kind of jazz. It's kind yeah. of a cross between Gears of War and Borderlands, if you can imagine that combo. I mean, okay. I mean, I I already can because. Because Gears of War already has the um the the, the outrageous enemies and um and the interesting guns. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's Borderlands adds comedy and acid filled filled chaos in, in the mix. You yeah. Know? Well, th- this this is more the the Gears of War kind of vibe, the Bulletstorm mm-hmm. kind of vibe because the same developers that did Ugh, uh, Bulletstorm, Bulletstorm did this game. Oh, I love Bulletstorm. I mean, come on. I dude. know you do. Come on. I mean, when you. <laughs> When you get points for killing somebody by kicking him in the groin, and I won't say what it is that they say <laughs> when it happens, what they call it, they balls all, to the walls. Oh no, no, it, it's a, it's a dick punch. So, <laughs> so anyway, um, so we've been doing did that last week. I don't know what we're doing tonight after you and I get off we'll get off here. We'll we'll play something, probably some more Destiny. We may we may do something like that. But, oh, sir, but anyway. oh, excuse me. <laughs> so anyway, so that's what's been going on with me. Um, anything else been going on on your end? Uh, Any more with the wedding planning and all that stuff? Um, um, let's see. We've um, um, we've we've been talking about about um, um dresses and tuxes a bit. Um, and and um, and Mrs. Sexton is um is going to make us a flower arch. Cool. Now that's cool. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. kind of early to be talking about. Uh, well. Tuxes, it is, or it's not. It's never too early for a woman to talk about her wedding dress. I know, but I mean, this yeah. wedding is twenty oh, months and, off. So, um, and and just and just so you know, the wedding is going to be slightly, if not moderately, themed after Disney stuff. Your mom's going to handle that really well. I'm, 
What? Okay. What? Okay. <laughs> I feel like we're, I feel like we're gonna be cosplaying. Nikki is all about. No. I feel like we're gonna be cosplaying at this wedding. <laughs> no, no, we're not. But um, but um, but there is it's going to be a Beauty and the Beast figurine on top of our cake. Okay. Cool. And right. um, and and um, and she does feel like her um her her wedding dress is going to be themed a- after Aurora um Sleeping Beauty's blue dress in the okay. movie. All right. Whatever. So, um, um let's see. Oh, um and 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 also Nikki and Luke have um have been talking about him playing music during the ceremony. Cool. You know, Celtic guitar. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he he said that she had asked about that. So, so anyway, you know, I mean, it's... I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, it's going to get kind of expensive, but, but, um, but, but it's not until October of next year, so we have time to save yeah. up for it. Well, the the nice thing is that the tradition is that it, that it's the family, it's the the father of the bride that pays for everything. So, I'll I'll show up yeah. and I'll show up. I'll pay. I'll help. I'll help for the re- rehearsal dinner and all that. But that's a tradition. Now, of course. This is clearly not going to be a traditional wedding. It's not going to be traditional <laughs> like, wedding, knows, Dad. Who knows what's going to happen come October Nothing 22. Nothing about the entire Sexton clan is traditional. That's Trust true. me when I say yeah. this after living with them for for a short amount of time. Yeah. So, anyway, um, I got nothing else about that stuff. Uh, is there anything mm. else that you feel like talking about before we just jump into stuff? I'm kind of I'm kind of in a, a short podcast mood tonight. So, I don't know why. Maybe it's because I've been sitting in Mitch's room all day with him, and I just kind of want to just chill. But maybe, um, maybe it's maybe it's also because, you you know, I, I work tomorrow, and, um, and oh, I need to get that. up at 4 a.m. Yeah, that's that's it. I'm, be- I'm being considered my son. Yeah, that's 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 exactly it. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> As opposed to me just being selfish and wanting to shut down. Yeah, let's go with this. Let's go with the selfless act. Uh, you know, response, right? Okay, cool. Sure, Dad, <laughs> sure. So, what are we going to do? We're going to do the geek question or we're going to do the movie? What do you want to do? Geek question, Geek duh. question, all right. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. And I want to have them answered immediately. Now I just and, have and to find my, my question. Oh, now here we go. my weekly impression. Oh, God, here we go. my weekly impression. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question, and I'd like to have them answered immediately. It'd be nice if you get the words right, but close. I, I thought, um, oh come on, that, I thought that was kind of close. Okay, look, so letting just I'm gonna let BK know a little bit about what we do here. We usually do like a, just a bizarre geek question every episode, and then we will literally pick roll dice and pick a random movie to review. And so the question this, this episode week is gonna be kind of different. This though. episode's a little bit different because um, usually we just pick a question and we answer it and talk to the folks, that, whoever may be in the chat room about it. But Connor has been dying to play Would You Rather, a nerdy version of Would You Rather for weeks. Yes. He's been driving Months. me crazy. He's been driving me crazy asking me to do, let's do this Would You Rather thing. So I finally relented, and that's what we're going to do. So Con- <laughs> do you, so I guess you want to start? You always want to yes. start, right? Okay, so go ahead. All right, so Dad. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather be um be be the man behind the design and physical building of the Death Star in Star Wars, or would you rather be um be the man solely behind uh, uh, the physical forging and enchanting of the One Ring and then giving that to Sauron? Okay, so I'm sh- I'm guessing you probably know what you think what you think I'm going to answer, don't you? What do you think I'm going yes. to answer? 
Um, I th- I think you're going to answer, or honestly, the Death Star. Absolutely. You know why? Yeah. Because why? the Lord of the Rings, the Tolkien stuff, that's too that's too much of a treasure to me. That's too treasure to me. I don't. I'm not going to mess with that. Okay. I don't. But but Empire all the freaking way. Absolutely. Give me the Death Star. Let me just blow up some planets. Absolutely. So. so, so all right. So that's exactly what I would do. I, I could care less. I mean, you know, I mean, Luke always annoyed me anyway. You know, what and Luke? Luke was annoying. He was a he was a spoiled brat, a little I annoying know. Mark guy. Mark doesn't see and, this. And oh, <laughs> whatever. I'm going for the joke here, all right? And and you know, and 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 Solo was a narcissist. Will Wheaton was a narcissist. And and Leia. I mean, come on, talk about entitlement. You know. So whatever, man. I mean, Darth. I mean, he had gone. He'd lost. You're his. basically just the architect of um, uh, of the Death Star. He or never you had don't own it. You just designed it and built it. Yeah, but I want to be on Team Death Star. So okay. I mean, you know, look at Darth. I mean, he lost his mom. His mom got murdered. He never had a dad. He never knew his dad. You know, that's because it, it, it was some kind of weird midi chlorian version birth thing. Oh no, I get that. But what I'm saying is, it's a tragic story. And then his best friend. Burns his legs and arm off, right? He, it was his own fault. It wasn't his fault that that Obi Wan had the high ground. <laughs> I was about to say that. Dang. <laughs> so so absolutely, I would go with the Death Star. I you know, the the Bilbo's and the Frodo's and all those those guys are too precious to me. So so no, I would definitely go with the Death Star. All right. All right. Let's see. What's my question here? Uh. Would you rather, because we're trying to ask nerdy questions that we know play into each other. So, yeah. would you rather play poke, a Pokemon game, or only play Pokemon, where you can only play as Team Rocket, or play Mass Effect, where you can only be the Reapers that destroy everything? Huh. That's actually a little bit harder. Um, um, because because I, I love Mass Effect and I love Pokemon. But, um. Both of them are my I know. top favorite games. I know. Was literally, um, literally one summer growing up, that was literally all I played. Um, um, Mass Effects one through three, continuously just building myself up until I was basically a god. Yeah, I'm still waiting on the remasters to come out in a few months. Nikki's pre-ordering them for my birthday. She doesn't <sighs> know I know. Well, she does now if she listens to this podcast or watches this she stream. Does. Okay. She doesn't. Okay. She hates it. She um she thinks we're annoying. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> Tell her I love her too. So anyway. Anyway, um So, um, so okay. If, so if which one? I'm being honest. If yeah. I'm being honest, I would rather go at, I would rather do do um Team Rocket. Mainly because um, they're still human and they have the ability to to change their minds and, and still be independent in a way. Yeah. The Reapers, they were driven solely by logic and um, and and some sort of programmed a directive to to basically corral and control um, uh, the Milky Way population once they get too advanced. Yeah, you know. But um, but but Team Rocket, they just want to they just want a classic world domination. But at, at the same time. They were still human, and, um, and they had the ability to to leave the team and become better people. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Look, to me, the Reapers. I mean, you, you basically described the Borg. Team Borg I mean, all the, the way, are man. The Borg. Exactly. No. So, so why wouldn't you go with the Reapers then, man? Because be uh, <laughs> because I respect free being will. Devil's, I'm just being devil's advocate here, just to make the conversation. I because I respect free will. That's what God uh, made. Okay. Okay. Right, I see. <laughs> So, yeah, okay. all right, so you're trying to put a so, spin yeah, on Okay, all right, Pokemon. All right, so what's my next one? Let's see what I got all here. All right. All right, your next right. one from, from me is... Oh, yeah, this is your right. turn. That's all right. right. All right. Oh, dang, I actually forget that I got to go back into my messages and look. Jeez Louise. That's embarrassing. Yeah, there's there's pr good production value. Oh, shush. It's, it's like right up here. here. We barely text anyway. anyway uh, okay here we go here we go okay right. okay okay all right would you, would you rather attend <laughs> a, a panel led by alan rickman titled the history of monotone british actors or or go to an anime sing-along with me at dragon con dude i'll go alan rickman monotone speech over anime sing-along with you any day only I because it <laughs> has nothing to do with you. It's anime sing-along. Okay? That's it. Now, when you threw... You, you almost put a wrench in it because when you threw Dragon Con in there, I'm like, ooh, I could go hang out and have a drink with everybody else, all my other friends that are there. So that almost tempted me. But Alan Rickman's too much of a tre an international treasure, you know, rest his soul. You know, I thought you didn't like Alan Rickman. I love Alan Rickman. What are you talking oh, about? Dang it! When we were talking about um, the the British movie that we watched a couple of weeks ago, you know, the serial killer one, the detective um, was originally um, limestone supposed to, golem. Yeah, lime, lime, limestone golem. So that was limehouse. Limehouse. That's right. So that that detective Here we are again. That, yeah, that detective was originally supposed to be played by Alan Rickman. Alan remember? Rickman. And we talked yeah. about how much we loved that. Loved that idea. I love Alan Rickman. I mean, come on, man. He's yeah. he's the he's the sheriff of Nottingham from from uh Robin Hood. He's um oh god. What's his name? The bad guy from Die Hard. I mean, he's he's uh, Hans? Hans he's Hans Gruber from 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 Die Hard. He's He's um he's um he's also judge he's also Judge Turpin. I mean Turpin in 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 uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, what is with me today? I can't remember names. And so he's also in Sweeney Todd. He's also in Galaxy Quest. I mean, come on. How could you not love Alan Rickman? So uh, just just because I would want to go see him, right? I would want to go see him. Yeah. You know. So yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I've never, yeah, I never I got, can, a, I never I got a chance that. to, I never got a chance to meet him or have a conversation with him. So that, that would have been cool. So, and he has a way of speaking in monotone and be hilarious doing it. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, he, that's true. you know, that really so, is true. Yeah, so that that right. would definitely be mine. All right, let's see. So my next question is, I keep finding my, I can't find my icon. Um, all right, because I know you're a pet guy and you're especially a, specifically a dog guy. Would oh, you rather? Yeah. Would you rather have a pet dog, the best dog in the world, perfect for your personality, for only one week, or a pet turtle that you could have for years but just sits there? Because we've we've talked about the fact that because of 
Nikki's allergies. Am I allowed to ask questions uh, about this? Hold on, because you know we know we've talked about how you can't have a pet because Nikki's allergies, and so Turtle would be yeah. basically one of the ones you can have, and you you missed your dog that we have now. So, so yeah, what's your question? All right, now, now, now the turtle. Do, um, does it just? <laughs> I gotta get details on the turtle. It's a turtle. Does does it just sit there, or um, or um, or or, or can I still move around? It's a turtle. It moves real slow. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's like it's not like you can play fetch with it. How how big is the turtle? I mean, you could, but it'd take a week. I, don't, I just like um, a regular like pet turtle in the house, not like a not like a Galapagos a, a Island tortoise. sea turtle kind of thing. Just a you regular mean a tortoise. Yeah, just whatever, a little box turtle that you get that you get at the pet store. Yeah, nothing major, just a regular old turtle. If I'm being honest, I would go with the turtle. Okay, well that's because that's pretty much the only option that you've got for pets. No, no, no. That no, or technically a gecko. Um, or um, or or a bearded dragon, chameleon. Yeah, I mean a lizard. Yeah, they're not the, they're not the most snuggly pets out there, you know. Ah, bearded dragons actually are, and and so are chameleons. Yeah, and then they love physical attention. Yeah, and um, I would even um, I would even look look into getting a snake if Nikki wasn't deathly mm -hmm. afraid of those. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Now nah, I'm not a big fan of the whole snake thing. But, I mean, I don't mind them, but I, I wouldn't want one for a pet. So, I I um I'm, remember when Luke wanted a snake. Mm hmm. I think I'm, I I would rather him get a snake than um than Solomon. If I'm being honest. Well, well Solomon's gone. So anyway, speaking yeah, of is. speaking of anyway. pets, speaking of pets being gone, Mojo's gone as well. So what happened to him? Uh, n nothing happened to him. Mom just took him to a vet to find a home for him because we couldn't find a home for him. Mojo okay. was our sugar glider that my wife bought for Connor years ago um, because she felt bad because, because his brother had a had a parrot that he bought. And it didn't really get taken care of except by me. And now, yeah. that, now that her sewing stuff is in your old bedroom where Mojo was, she's like, yeah, I want to get rid of Mojo. It stinks in here. He's out of here. So All right. Mojo's gone. So, so now, we're, now we're just so, down to Coco. Well, that's good. good yeah. because, because Coco is awesome. Coco is awesome, but I've already told mom. I'm like, hey, you got the bunny, so when Coco's gone, I get a dog, another yeah. dog. I get my dog. So, dude, I mean, what dog is that? Look, I I, I don't know. I, I mean, I want a John Wick dog. I want a John Wick dog. I haven't found one yet that I can afford. A you John know, Wick dog? That's that the, that's, uh, that's still yeah, like a steel gray pit bull, American bulldog, just that kind of. Not necessarily. It oh my be, god! Doesn't it be full on pit bull? It can be, dude. Just a we, bull terrier. Could be something in that in that genre. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Okay. I'm 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 gonna tell you right now. Yeah. You would really need need to have it trained and um. And that was and, that's the plan. The um, second I get that, it, I'm it, taking it. it I'm taking it with just, me to work and, and taking it to an obedience school. It's just down Nikki there. is also really afraid of those things. Okay. Well. Main. Mainly because once used once used to be a um, a maid, it um um one bit her in yeah. a house for that she was cleaning. Dude, we have so many we have so many guys at all throughout the whole squadron that have dogs. Bring them to work, and we have so many pit bulls and American bulldogs and 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 all I kinds know. of, and they are all the bomb. 
I mean, I they are they the are. sweetest dogs. Of course, and they're also pretty well trained because they took them to obedience school or did all that. So that of would course. whatever dog I get, I'm going to take them to obedience school because I'm tired of having well, Coco run as soon as we open the door. So yeah. Anyway, all right. So there's that. So so turtle turtle turtle. I'm. I'm sure Dennis with Bosch would love that because he does a turtle voice and he has a character that's a turtle in his D&D, one of his D&D shows. Yertle the turtle, remember? From from Dragon Con when they did the live show? Am I not turtling <laughs> enough for the turtle club? <laughs> Who is that supposed to be? Master of Disguise, remember? I didn't watch Master of Disguise. That was when you were younger, and I was beyond that. I was never a huge Dana Carvey fan anyway. Okay, anyway. um, All right, let's move on um, to another question. All right. All right, next question. um, So let's that. um, It'd be my question for you. Yep. All right. (laughs) All right. Would you rather go go on a date with Dave Duchovny or replace four flat tires in the middle of summer in a full cosplay? Okay, go on a date. Now, yes. Now, okay, let's define date. Okay. Um, um, let's define dinner, date. Um, dinner, drinks, walk in the park, maybe a movie, possibly a nightcap if um if um if he's if he's charming enough. Okay, so dinner. Go ahead, and get something to drink. eat. Go drink. Go to a movie. A date. Yes, a date. A, there's there's uh, a there, full-on date. There's no no spending the night with each other part of this date, right? It's just a, just a plain old pl- just date, right? No, it um, it it could if, no, if no, he's no. charming no, enough. No, no, no. There needs to be clarification. Oh, no, well that's not going to happen. I'm, I'm not going to give it to the I, I I don't know. He's he's I, very charming and very I, handsome. He's not charming to me. So <laughs> so here's okay. So between if with the stipulation that there's no physical consummation of that date. <laughs> he's he um he's he he's gonna try. He's gonna be all over you. No, that's no, that's you said a date. You didn't say a hookup. Yes. So a no, date. I'm, he, I'm not saying a hookup. He's, he he could he could invite me up. Like, would you like to come up for a drink? No, I'm good. I'm just I'm just gonna go home. See, I can turn that down. So provide provided that there's no demand for physical consummation of that date, I'll go on a date with David Duchovny over cosplay in the summer changing attire any day. And this is the only reason why. Cause Jillian might show up. <laughs> of course that's she, the reason. That's the only reason why. Because there's a chance that Jillian might show up. That's all I gotta say. Now I've changed I've changed tires in Bismarck at 20 degrees below zero in a blizzard for for a woman outside my office one time. I've done that, (laughs) so I'm not uncomfortable with I'm not uncomfortable with the the discomfort of changing changing tires in a cosplay outfit. Apparently, BK would rather change the tires. Well, okay, that and that's fine. (laughs) And I mean, like I said, if if there is a demand for a physical consummation of the date, then yeah, I'll do the changing tires. But if there's a chance that I can talk David into getting, you know, calling Jillian up and to come have join in us for drinks, absolutely I'm doing that. Yep. <laughs> Dude, I All have right. an I have an autograph. I have two autographs from Jillian Anderson in my office. One of them says, "Love your second wife, Jillian." 
and I on know. it. Okay, so you love telling that story. I do. It's 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 one of my great stories from Dragon Con. So anyway, well, yeah. what about when you basically got uh, got to hang out with um with with Seven of Nine for free? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I got a um I got a um autograph from Deanna Troy. Counselor Troy from Star Trek. I got an autograph from her oh, for nice. free too, and, and and it's addressed to the guys at the seventeenth. I um I want to get an autograph and meet Captain Janeway or yeah. the if she, if she, who played her. Right. Yeah, but but you know I went to one of the Star Trek Next Generation panels at Dragon Con. It's what three or four years ago, and they were all there, and and I. I don't think Doesn't I asked. Does she also play red in um in orange? Is new black? Isn't that Kate, also her? Kate Mulgrew does. Yeah, Captain Janeway does. Yeah, I'm talking about Deanna Troy. Yeah, yeah, yeah but but oh, Kate okay. Mulgrew does. Yes, but so I don't think I asked a, a question in, in that panel, or maybe I did. Anyway, and I think I asked her specifically um, about her job being a counselor and and kind of told her what I did. And but I went down and I had a conversation with her at the. Claim, you know the the Walk of Fame afterwards, and was telling her what I did and who I worked with, this kind of stuff. So, because I worked for the military and taking care of military guys, she grabbed one of her pictures and signed it. Um, you know, hey, seventeen SDS, stay safe out there, and signed it and gave it to me. So it's in my office too, for so, free. Yeah. Wow. So, so actually, so Counselor Troy actually wrote an autograph to the seventeen SDS. So that's nice. kind of cool. All right, so, your turn. Oh, my question. All right. Uh, I keep looking at the wrong icon. Okay. Would you, and because you're you're a, an aspiring writer, you want to be an author. <clears throat> Would you rather be an author who only writes young adult romantic fiction, love stories for preteens, or one that writes technical manuals for home electronics? Huh. Now you'd be a published author either way. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but but let's see. Let's see, with um with with the romance stuff, is, yeah. um, is it um it, um is it modern stuff? Um um can I can I take some 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 creative license and make it maybe in the future in the past? You can do whatever you want to. Elements. Think Twilight in whatever genre you want to do. And I know how much you love Twilight. So so no 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 no. no. <laughs> I can make um. Um, I could make Twilight better than what it actually is <laughs> if I wanted to. Good to I mean, know. I mean, good to know. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't want to bash anyone who, um, who, um, who, who likes a series because, um, because, it, because if I'm being honest, yeah. she, she, she did do a very good series of, um, of writing it. It's the movies I had a problem with. Yeah. Well, so the books whatever. were okay. Yeah. It's the movies that I have the problem with. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Um, but, but but honestly, I would rather do do the, do the romance fiction mainly because, because um it's it's not that far off because because every single one of my stories has always had a love interest you know yeah. a ship. So at least you, you could know? be a well known author of crappy books as opposed to a well written hey author, as opposed as opposed to a well written author of home electronics manuals that nobody would ever know who you are. Exactly. Right? There you go. Makes sense. Okay. Oh, by the way, BK, uh, this is my fake brick wall. This is my blanket. I have a blanket fort in my garage. This is this is. I don't have an actual room for doing this. I actually carved out a blanket fort in my garage, and that's a fake brick wall. So that's my that's my open mic night at Comedy Central kind of thing. 
So anyway, and, um, and this is just my wall of. That's just where you live. It's just of, where of you clutter live. Clutter and some Star Wars posters. <laughs> Oh, in, in, in a caricature of me and my fiance right there, dude. When 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 Luke leaves, when Luke's out of here and completely gone, I'm turning his room into a podcast room, and um and complete and with sound when, sound stuff on the and, walls and everything. And then you're just gonna turn the uh, the the um the rec room back into a garage. Yeah, mom wants her car back in the garage. After all these years, she wants her car back in the garage. I don't blame her. So, yeah. Of course I have to completely reinstall the garage door cuz the motor the, the the motor and everything is completely gone cuz we locked all that down and turned it into a playroom for you guys a long time ago. Yeah. So, okay, uh whose turn is it? Uh it's my turn to ask you one. Okay, go. Well, this is taking right. a lot longer than I thought it would. All right. I'm wasting a lot of time tonight. No, no, we're not. <laughs> All right. All right, Dad. Yeah. Would you rather have um, have your entire life narrated by Sam Elliott or Morgan Freeman? Yeah, I knew you were going to do that to make that more difficult because the question you had asked me before with Sam Elliott and who was the other option I had... William Shatner. Oh yeah, that was some, super. Uh, that was super easy. Yeah, that was super easy. It was Sam Elliott all the way, and even even though you threw in the ringer of Morgan Freeman, I still think I'm going to go with Sam Elliott. I mean, his voice is just so deep and so right. iconic. Well, and here's you the know, thing: every time he talks, you feel like you're you feel like you're in in a freaking commercial for. For uh, for trucks, Marlboro, and just, <laughs> yes, and just man stuff. So so look, so they as far as voiceovers for narrating and that kind of stuff, absolutely, they're both fantastic. Oh yeah, but for a narrator that I would want to like hang out with and go have a dr- have a couple of shots of whiskey with or something, oh yeah, Sam Elliott for sure, absolutely. You drink whiskey. That's what that is. That's not beers. It's or... actually it's actually a Kentucky bourbon with a little bit of coke. You've you've gotten harder stuff I, over the years, Dad. You know what? It's like this is, a, I, I still got my Irish Death from from Seattle sitting in there, I, and I had one of those the other night. So, you know, Dang. it is it is what it is. So, yeah. but I, I just like these because I can have more of these and not feel so full. <laughs> That's it. So, so you, so you. Oh, Sam Elliott. Elliott. Oh, by yeah, absolutely. It's it's a closer race than what you told me before. Much closer race, but just because they both would be cool voiceover narrators, but then Sam's the dude I'd want to hang out with at the same time. You know. I yeah that 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 gets. I never said you would be. I I never said you would. You'll be able to. To hang out with him, but if he's narrating you know, he, my life, he would right. He, um, he, he he would basically just just be a disembodied voice narrating what you're doing. But if he's narrating my life, I bet okay. I would I would rather have someone narrating my life that would be the kind of person that I would like to hang out with, even if I don't get to. How's that? Okay, yeah. Okay, right. that that works. I All guess. Right. <laughs> okay. All is right. it is it your turn? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, right. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you. All right. So. <laughs> and what you? No, no me. Okay. Uh, wait, you? <laughs> so, you can you can ha- you can only have one last pizza in your life. But it can oh. be but it can be a super extra large exactly how you like it. Or 
you can have unlimited pizza for the rest of your life, but it has to contain ingredients that you hate and you can't pick them off. Which one okay. would you choose? So, so basically, <laughs> I can't pick them off. Nope. And, and it just... <laughs> that is a, go, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> That's yeah. a good one. That is that, a good that's one. That's a good one. Man. Although, although after watching this movie, Dennis Leary's kind of creeping up as as a narrator for my life too. So we'll get into him when we talk about the movie. Uh, Sup, Mitch? By the now, way, now let's see. He, um, you, you said a super extra large, correct? Yeah, I mean, so it could be it could be as big as my podcast table. You know how big I'm, it could be that big. So it could last a while. Yeah. I don't mean the world's largest. It covers my entire front yard, and it would take you two years to eat. No, I'm not talking about that. No. no, of course not. No. The now, biggest the now, biggest you can have is as big as my podcast table. So that lasts you a while, but yeah, not forever. But but <laughs> um, did you say um did you say that that if I eat the um the the super extra large pizza, I can never have pizza again? Is that right. what you said? That's it. You get the one best pizza ever in your life and it's the last pizza you ever get to have or you can have unlimited crappy pizza with ingredients you don't like. Yep. I'd I'd have to go with um with the super extra large. Really? Really? Main and mainly because has um um this um the toppings I don't like are toppings I'm never going to like, you know? Mm-hmm. Onions, ground beef, um anchovies. I'll give you the anchovies. I'll give you the anchovies, yeah. It's um I'm I'm just I'm never going to like that. You know, I'm, I, I'm, I've tried that stuff several times on other things or, um, or, or Road myself, trip, even onions. Yeah. It's just, I, I, I never liked that stuff and I never will. So I was, yeah. I would rather have one last amazing pizza, um, and then just have, and then just try other stuff, you know? Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. I actually kind of thought that you would, well, I, you know, I was getting interested in going, Okay. He's going to really struggle with ingredients that he doesn't like, but he's also really going to struggle with never having pizza again. <laughs> so which one's he going to go with? So, but I, 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 I kind of agree. I would rather have one that I can sit there ten years from now and go, "Oh man, that was such good pizza." While I'm eating something else, as opposed to going, "All right, I'm eating some more crappy Chef Boyardee with onions and anchovies." <laughs> right? Exactly. So, fair enough. Okay. All right. Chef, fire Chef, away. Chef Boyardee doesn't make pizzas. They've made pizzas for years. They've made pizzas I, since I was I a kid. They made like the, I, I thought they made they made that crappy canned ravioli. They do, and crappy pizza. <laughs> I I don't remember the pizzas. Because anyway, we never we never here we, is your last we never, question. We never suscepted you to to those kind of pizzas, you know. So okay, right. what's the last question? All right, now, now listen carefully. This is this is a doozy, you know. Okay. Go for it. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Would Would you rather play D and D in a group where the party are just doing dumb stuff and don't care about the story, or where a DM meticulously takes takes notes and lords every single decision and quote you have ever made? Oh, sorry. Yeah, see, I already I, got the I already got the answer. So go ahead. All right. <laughs> all right. Which, all right. Would you rather play play D and D in a group where where the party are just doing dumb stuff, don't care about the story, 
or where a DM meticulously take, takes notes and learns mm -hmm. every single decision and quote you have made over you to lead you to where he wants. I'm going to answer that with an image. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that pretty much answers my question. Listen. Um, hey, what's up, man? Um, so, oh, yeah, the, the, the guys that are goofing off and just kind of not following the storyline or just making up their things as they go, um, that's, now, that's pretty much botched. Have you, I mean, have you ever, I know you know the botched guys and you've gone to their live shows. Have you listened to their shows? Yes. That's an and, um, and, and, um, and while they do, and while they do mess around, they still, they, um, they, they still follow the basic storyline. They do. They follow the basic storyline, but they make, they make some crazy in scenario, choices. In this yeah. scenario, the party won't ever actually try and follow the story. They're just going to I would do, rather do whatever they want. I would rather do that and have fun and, and, and make the DM work than have a DM be OCD over everything. Right. So, gotcha. I mean. Right now, right now, in this season of Bosch, Phil is a Wendigo, which is basically a zombie octopus right now. And he just a, wind a Wendigo isn't um isn't an octopus. No, no, no. I know he's 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 been uh, infected by a Wendigo. He his race is an octopus. So now he's basically a zombie octopus. <laughs> and he just basically killed an entire building of people because he got the bloodlust, and and it, and so much so that the other guys were sitting and hiding in the elevator, and they were having snacks while they could hear him and all the screams outside the elevator. It was oh, the, God. it was like th two episodes ago. I was in the car driving to base, and I was in line to go through security, and I was laughing so hard, people on either side of me were looking at me funny. It. <laughs> So anyway, so I would definitely go with the more laid back, having fun, goofing off kind of thing, right? <laughs> nice one, Mitch. So like, so for example, like when y'all when we we played with the whole infamous you know talking wolf thing, yeah. How enjoyable was it when Mom was so rigid about rules? Was that fun? That wasn't fun. It was let's let's go with the story. Let's adjust to the story, and somebody make a decision that's not what we expected. But then we go with it, right? That's much more yeah. interesting than no, we got to do this, right? So yeah. definitely, I would go with the guys that don't kind of goof off. I'm like, you know what? If I'm the DM and you guys don't ever get to the end, well, that's on y'all. <laughs> I'll just bring in a dragon and kill you. I don't care, you know. See, I I'll tell you what I tell people all the time. You My can't. Guy. My guy is called Gorthog, the attention seeker. <laughs> so he's a demigod. Hunt him, and, um, and basically, he says, "Look at me while I kill you." Oh no, no, oh, Mitch! This this story about the talking wolf is a well known story in my family. Okay, let me tell you the oh, yeah. story. Oh man, we hadn't chased a chicken in a while. Um, so we haven't several, chased a chicken at all today. We haven't. Several years ago. Several years ago, um, we watched that episode of Community where they played Dungeons and Dragons. The kids were young at the time, and they're like, "Hey, we want to learn to play Dungeons and Dragons." I'm like, "Yes!" That's where I got hooked. I'm like, "Yes!" I have a family that actually wants to play Dungeons and Dragons, so I'm not a dungeon master. I'm not good at that, but I agreed to do that and let them play. And so I downloaded like a free module, a free storyline to play, adventure to play, and they're playing these characters. And Kelly, 
is black and white thinker, rule follower, this kind of stuff. And she's ended up playing two characters so that Connor and Luke could only play one each. And we come up on this keep, and they're cleaning out monsters in the keep. And in the middle of the courtyard is this, like, large, like, white wolf um, that talks. And he's chained up in the center of the court courtyard. Connor, being the animal guy that he is, strikes up a conversation with the wolf and wants to set it free. Kelly freaks slap out that there's a talking wolf. Okay, because she's not used to the whole Dungeons and Dragons thing. She's freaking out. She's like, it's of the devil. We must kill it. Connor and Luke and Kelly argued about whether or not to kill or save this talking wolf for two hours in the game. Oh, yeah, two hours. To the point that me, as, as Dungeon Master, said, screw it. The wolf is tired of it. The wolf chews his paws and commits suicide and dies in front of you. Yeah, that was it, a sad day in the campaign. <laughs> so whenever we talk about I the talking... that wolf was my pet. All we, got, all we have to say is talking wolf in my family, and everybody knows exactly what we're talking about. So that's the story with the talking wolf and Dungeons and Dragons in my family. So, so anyway, and we didn't play for very much longer. Oh, and the other thing is, Connor... Um, he was always, he wanted to play the story and kind of really get into the story, which is, you know, we know Connor, that's Connor. Luke is not, I mean, he's not big into the Dungeons and Dragons. He wanted to have a good time. He was like those guys that just want to goof off. And he was, he played a wizard character. And when he found out that wizards can't wear armor, so their armor class sucks anyway, and all he could wear basically, especially at the beginning, was a robe, and, and that doesn't add anything to his armor class, he said, screw it, I'm going to run around naked. So Luke played Femos, the naked wizard, <laughs> and he yeah, literally basically. ran around the entire game with no clothes on, and it freaked Connor out. <laughs> this using his using his wand to cast spells. <laughs> this is playing D and D with my family. It doesn't go well. That's why. That's why the best game we ever had, because we'd always end up in arguments in my family. The best game that we ever bought was a game called Super Fight, where their whole point of the game is to argue with each other. And we had a blast. It went off perfectly. So, yeah. So, that's that's Dungeons & Dragons. That's the history of Dungeons & Dragons in my family. We, um, Ooh, that we, was a, that was we a long chicken. So, okay. We then tried again years later from with me as the DM right. because because of um, um out at more springs I got experience doing that and uh and honestly I love being a dungeon master more than being a player Ugh, because no. it's too much for me to keep up with man but but it's just enough for me to keep up with and, yeah, and whatever the thing, and the thing that I love about it is that honestly I can just improv a whole lot of stuff, you know. Yeah, you can, I, and you, you do really good. You do really good at, at DMing, um, and you can keep track of the all the different rules and stuff in your head a lot better than I could. I've just and plus, if you remember, if you remember, we played Dungeons and Dragons. I was teaching you guys how to play Dungeons and Dragons as I was learning on a whole new D and D system, you know, D and D four point which was the D and D version from hell that nobody liked. And it was nothing like what I was used to with the old AD&D, D&D 2.0, that kind of stuff, where it's like a lot more storytelling. This was I, grids I and cones and circles. And I'm like, no, let's just tell the story. I recently play. lost a player at, at the Pathfinder. 
Uh, you know, the McElroys, they really like Pathfinder. We hadn't played D&D with the McElroys in a while. I mean, that, that group just died back in November. I don't know if it's because of the COVID dad stuff and or D. what. Yeah, Dad and D. So, anyway. All right. You got another question for me, or have I got another question for you? Who's next? You, I um, you. I, I think you have one more for me. I do have one more for you. One sec. Uh, hold on, let's see. Uh, oh, he requests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I never played it, but I, I know it. So, um, that would, <laughs> dude. As crazy as we get, as goofy as we get, when a bunch of us get in the room playing Overwatch or whatever, can you imagine if we all got together and played Dungeons and Dragons together? Me and you and Brandon and all the rest of the guys. That that would be a hoot. <laughs> that would be a hoot. So okay, um, could I be the DM? I don't care. Okay, last question, Connor. Last question. Then let's move on to the all movie. Right. Okay. All right. Would you rather play the villain in your favorite movie of all time, or play the hero in the worst movie you've ever seen? Are you there? Yeah, I'm thinking. That's a good one. <laughs> oh man, play the villain in in the in your favorite movie of all time, or the hero in the worst movie you've ever seen. Now, 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 a defined villain, and I'm could I'm could 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 antihero also be in. In that circle, or, or or just straight up villain like Scar and whoever Hades. whoever the bad guy is in the movie, I mean like 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 Deadpool is kind of like an antihero a little bit, right? So I'm yeah. not talking about that kind of character. I'm talking about the bad guy, whoever the bad okay. guy is that they're going after, the Thanos, so like the Ultron, the whatever, right? Okay. <laughs> Maybe ho 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 ho. Oh man. That's some thinking music. That's hard. <laughs> because because uh, because the villains always lose, but at the same time, the hero in the most stupidest movie I've ever seen is a stupid hero. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Would you rather be a stupid hero or an awesome villain? That's basically oh, what it boils it. down to, right? You're an awesome villain. I'd rather be an awesome villain. There you go. That makes that that that, because, that makes the most sense. The um the, because I may not look it, but I can honestly be pretty diabolical when I want to be. <laughs> so I really can. Because at least you would be memorable, right? Yes, if you're the villain, exactly. you're the bad guy. Even if people hated you, they would remember you because it's the greatest movie ever, or whatever. But if you're a now, hero, if you're a hero in a crappy movie, nobody's gonna remember you anyway, right? Now the question is, which yeah. villain would I be? Oh man, now that's that's a tough one, huh? I think I think it would be an I think it would be a three way tie between Hades from Hercules, yeah, um, Hook from Peter Pan, yeah, or Mitch. That just makes it easy for you, dude. You just you pick the, the you pick the villain and the hero in one. There you go. Enough said. Um, easy. And, <laughs> and then the third one, I think it would have to be um this um. This um this previous one we just saw Simon Phoenix. Oh yeah, you know yeah. He's he's a villain, but he's freaking fun. He is, and and we'll get into the movie. And, in just and a Wesley minute. Snipes did an amazing job. 
Uh, yeah, he did. He did a good job. I've just never been a huge Wesley Snipes fan, you know. So now, and 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 Mitch is probably going to kill me for this, but I've never seen all of Blade. Go ahead, bring it, bring it, bring What's it. What's Blade? Mitch. What's Blade, Dad? Blade is a movie is based on comics where they're basically vampire killers and and I think and Wesley Snipes played Blade. So, anyway, it's supposed to be really good, and it's it's like a a, a darker. Isn't Ryan Reynolds <laughs> in that? I knew I knew I was going to get a reaction out of Mitch when when I said that. It's one of those movies that keeps saying, "Oh, I can need to watch that. Ooh, I need to watch that," and I never get around to it. Ooh, I, I need to watch it. I never Hulu, Dad. Then I need to watch it. I need yeah. to watch that. So. Uh, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's not that I haven't it's not that I haven't wanted to watch it. It's one of those movies that's been on my list that I've never gotten around to. Like recently, I watched The Big Lebowski, and it's like I need to watch that movie. Big everybody Lebowski. talks everybody talks about how great Big The Big Lebowski movie is, and I've never seen it. I need to turn in my nerd card because I've never seen this movie. So when I was flying out to Seattle a couple of weeks ago, I watched it on the plane, and I was disappointed. <laughs> I hate, I felt bad. I think it's because of the hype train. Everybody has hyped this movie up and the dude and everything for so many years. And I'm guessing if I watch it again, I'll appreciate it much more. Um, but it 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 didn't grab me as much as it it didn't grab me as a cultural icon movie like everybody it has for everybody else seemingly. Now I like Jeff Bridges' character. I like the dude. But and I like John Goodman's character too, but the movie—I don't know, man—it just didn't grab me, you know. Well, um, I need to give it a sh second shot to see if I'm missing something, um, just to give it a fair shake. But so I've got movies on my list that I've never gotten around to, and Blade's one of them. So I need to do that anyway. Yeah. So are we done with the geek question? That was a long one because basically it was ten geek questions. So, are we? Do we want to talk about our movie at all? Or we just? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about our movie then. It's time for a roll for credits. Uh -huh. <laughs> that rug really uh -huh. did tie the room together. I will admit oh. to that. Oh my gosh! Ow! 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 ow. That sounded um, okay. That didn't sound like a painful. That sounded like a different kind of ow, uh, mm, uh, moaning kind of thing. So, that, okay. that, no, no. So I, we're I talking, and see this this. I feel bad about this because the person that kept kept saying we need to do this movie is not here. I'm sure she's taking care of Tater Tot. But we had been requested for the last three or four weeks that we must watch Demolition Man from 1993. I've seen it before. I love the movie. I know all about it. Connor had never seen it before. Connor's obviously going through some kind of pain management routine over there right now. So I'll just keep talking. So... Um, we decided to, instead of going with our normal routine of just rolling dice to randomly pick a movie, we made an executive decision and chose to watch and review, or I don't know if we call it review, just talk about Demolition Man from 1993. So, okay, that's better. Now, I've gotten given an direction. Do you want to talk about, the, do you want to kind of give the plot of the movie, or do you, what do you want to do? Since, since you've seen... Hey, Ashley, in the background. Um, since you've seen it before, I'm I'm gonna let you talk about it, okay? Okay. So, look, basically, look, it after I watched it because I haven't watched it. I mean, I've watched it several times, but I haven't watched it in a long time. And after I got into watching, I'm like, yep, 
A classic 1990s action movie. That's exactly what that was. Um, so, here's the deal. So, 1996. With a weird sci-fi twist. Oh, man. I'm Tell her I'm sorry about that. I, I Trust me, I know what back pain's like. Um, so, Same it's 1996. Here. They flash back to 1996, and Simon Phoenix is the bad guy. L.A. is pretty much a hellhole. You know, gangs have taken over. They have territory. Simon Phoenix is the biggest, baddest gang bad guy out there. And, gang banger. And so they they bring in, you know, the guy they call the demolition man, John Spartan. Spartan. I want to say Sparta. John Spartan, who is Sylvester Stallone. This is Sparta. This is Sparta. So, um, so they bring him in to take out Simon Phoenix. He goes into this huge warehouse, warehouse, confronts him. Simon sets the place on fire. The place blows up. He escapes with Simon Phoenix. Turns out that the bus of innocent people that he had hijacked were in the building too. So Stallone's character uh, got convicted of manslaughter just like Simon Phoenix did because he contributed to the blowing up of the building. Then you flash forward 40 years later, 30 years later, and now... You're in San Angeles, where the world is completely different. And San Diego and, and Los Angeles fused together. Something like that. So the San Angeles. And there's no crime. Um, the police are still police, but they don't really fight crime because there is no crime. Um, all the bad guys are... basically all, hall monitors. All, yeah, <laughs> really they are, and they talk like one, too. Um, all the prisoners oh are cryogenically oh frozen. Um, and kept that's how they're kept um, and 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 everything is just peachy keen and normal and super they're sweet they're also rehabilitated and super through, through through some kind of weird mental yeah, stuff yeah and and we'll we'll get to that so so there's that that stuff's going on all right um somehow Simon Phoenix well Simon Phoenix gets thought out for his parole hearing and he busts out of jail Somehow he had access to the code to unlock everything and beat everybody up and had all these new skills and broke out of prison. Well, the police are freaking out. They don't know how to handle this because this guy's killing people. They call it murder, death, kill. He's killing people in the jail and he's escaping and they don't know how to handle it. So somebody has the bright idea. Okay, he's from uh, the 90s. Oh, there's... Yeah, go ahead. There, uh, there's a line that that perfectly summarizes it. That um, um, Rob, um, Rob Schneider's character s- said it. That um, we're police officers. We're not, we're not trained to deal with this kind of violence. Yeah, right. And so, it's like, and that's dude, true. You're a police officer. You're meant to. That, um, so it just baffled me. So they, so so they didn't know what to do, and so they're like, okay, there's this maniac from the '90s that has just escaped. So we need to bring somebody back from the 90s that knows how to deal with this guy. So, of course, they bring back John Spartan, who was the guy that brought Simon Phoenix to justice in the first place. And then hilarity ensues and action ensues and da-da-da, all that kind of stuff, right? So so that's hey, the Smashy. premise. And so then, hey, Smashy, so then the, the entire movie is John Spartan trying to catch Simon Phoenix, right? Now... You're now in what was the year 2039, 2030, something like that, right? 2036, I think it is, which is really only 15 years from now (laughs) at this point. And in yes, I did, I did like it. He he actually said he thinks it's one of the top five that we've watched on the podcast. So there you go, just below Gora. (laughs) 
I'm telling need you. to watch Gora again. Everybody needs to watch Gora again. It is an awesome movie. Dude, you got to watch Demolition Man again. I mean, recently, because the crap that they, the way they talk in that movie from the 1993 is how they talk today. Nobody uses pronouns. Everybody's just called by their name because they don't use pronouns. Because probably by 19, by 2036, instead of everybody having their own individual pronouns, we're just going to start calling people by their name because we're too confused and don't know which pronoun to use for anybody. Because there's about 90 different pronouns now for people. So, um... How dare you assume my name, though? It's like... Um, um, how dare it? you assume my name? Mellow greetings, John Spartan. Enhance your calm, Lenina yes. Huxley. I mean, they don't use pronouns. No pronouns were used in this movie. They were all just their name. Because... So, they I guarantee you... They didn't ever say sir? By, by, 2030, by 2036, we're just going to call everybody by their names. Because they'll be... 300 pronouns at that point and we won't know what to call anybody there won't be enough letter combinations in our alphabet for all the pronouns that there will be so i'm just going to call people hey connor mckay how are you today i'm fine sean mckay i solves the problem for me so there's that going on and all the phrases that they use for you know chill out right enhance your calm enhance your calm enhance your calm uh, mellow greetings. So be well. Be well. It sounds like a freaking cult. It, I mean, really, it's it's just like oh my god. It gosh. basically is a cult. Hold led on and led led by this one dude, John Cocteau or Cocteau. Yes. Oh, was it, is oh. it John? Was it John? Was that his name? I had a problem Dr. with the police chief. I had a problem with the police chief. I had a problem with a bunch of them. <laughs> he was talking about um um to John about about how how his era is done and gone, and um and, and 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 I'm looking at this guy and he's like, "You look to be in your fifties. You lived in his era, so don't you dare try and say yeah." I mean, but he was a kid. No sense. But but see, here's the thing. He may but been he still lived in it, right? But he may have been a really really little kid because if you remember John's old pal from. The, the older guy that was in the police force, remember? That they re he recognized him? He said, yeah. you were just a young 18-something-year-old, right? He was just a young yeah. kid in the police force at the time, and now he's some older guy. Well, the police chief was younger than him, so he may not may not have been born, or may he have been a really little kid and not known everything that's going on. So, I mean, I've, I I mean, I've been telling that, people, since, just... we, since we started, said we were going to watch this movie, and I've been looking back into it and reminding myself of this movie, I'm like, this is today, people. How they talk to each other is how we're kind of being told we're supposed to talk to each other today, okay? Um, and and we're we're gonna say that everything is great and everything is fine, but it, everything is not great and everything is not fine, and the stuff that's not great and not fine is hidden underneath. Literally, literally. in this movie, literally in this movie, right? So yeah, freaking so rat burgers. It's so. Demolition Man was ahead of its ahead of its time. It was talking about stuff today then, right? <laughs> so, this is the actual salt we will die though. So the thing is so so that's the I whole agree. thing. Salt salt is um is a pinnacle part of, of my spice diet. <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's one of your five food groups. So um well no, hey. it's one of your six because ketchup is the fifth. Hey, so, <laughs> 
So anyway, I, I will drive down there and smack you. Yeah, bring it. So you're 13 hours away. So, so in this movie, there's that's going on. So they bring in John Spartan, who knows how to, to take down a criminal like this because they're not familiar with how to deal with this guy. They don't know how this guy thinks, right? Um, and then you got all the hilarity that ensues from this guy from the 1990s of the typical action movie era of 1990s to this you know, enlightened 2036 or whatever. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, 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 and how he's trying he's to have, to, up a storm. he's trying to fit in and he has no clue how to fit in. You can't curse, you know, um, every because, time he curses, you get a, you, you get a slip anywhere in the, anywhere in, in the city. You just, Randomly get a slip for cursing. My, my one of my favorite scenes is when he when he purposely walks up to the machine and drops every nasty word he can think of to get enough paper to go wipe his butt because he didn't. There was no toilet paper in the bathroom, and he just Be, said, because of the freaking problem three solved. Seashells. All right, talk about the three seashells. Three seashells. Okay, what, they is, never, what were they? They never explain. They never explain how they work. However, I was reading up on some some like trivia about this movie. And in an, in an interview, Stallone said that the way they had kind of conceptualized that the three seashells worked was that two of them, get this, two of them kind of worked almost like a clamp to pull the waste out. And the third seashell was just to scrape off the rest of the residue. That was how the three seashells were supposed to work. There was no mention of how they get cleaned. What the f no? So two are like Just a even... two are like salad tongs to go in here and pull it out, and the third is like a scraper. There I, you go. I I thought this world was meant to be more of more easy. That sounds a lot more. <laughs> that sounds a lot harder and a lot more dirty than just freaking wiping your own butt. I'm just saying. What the heck? So so anyway, so there's you know. And and then enter Lenina uh, Huxley, right? They need a bidet. Yes. Absolutely, they need a bidet. Okay. Um, and if you ask Paul Hogan, he's like, "What the hell is a bidet?" Right? <laughs> so, you Connor, you don't even you probably don't even know what I'm talking about. Crocodile Dundee, what? the bidet, Crocodile Dundee too, where he comes to New yeah. York, and he goes yeah, to he has I've, this nice I've... fancy hotel, and they got a bidet, and he's like brushing his teeth in the bidet because he's like. He's just squatting down and brushing his teeth and stuff in the bidet. Like, I've seen yeah. the movie, Dad. I know. Oh, I, I couldn't remember if you've seen that movie it. or not because it's a long time ago. So then you enter Lenina Huxley, which is Sandra Bullock's character. And she's from the era. She's a young cop, but she's obsessed with the 90s. So her office is full of 90s memorabilia, and she tries to talk to lingo. a lethal weapon poster in the background. She's trying She's trying to, to talk the lingo and some of the funniest lines are when she messes them up in a really inappropriate way. Like when they decide to go down when they decide to, you know, go down below, you know, to find Simon Phoenix. And she's like, let's go blow this guy. And Stallone's character's like, blow this guy away. <laughs> Cause leaving off that one word has a completely different meaning. <laughs> Completely different meaning. So she had several of those like that, and Take that was this job and shovel it and shovel it. But yeah, but that that one the one was that one was the best. So yeah. anyway, um, 
And so of course let's, they were, let's go lick his ass. <laughs> yeah, that was ass. another that was another good one. <laughs> it's like he's like, it's kick his ass. Not lick. Kick. Oh, okay. So anyway. There's a so new yeah. shepherd in town, the sheriff. <laughs> so it was that that was funny. I mean, it it was it was a weird movie if for me back when I first saw it, because okay. Is it supposed to be sci-fi? Is it supposed to be funny? Clearly there's action, you know. But really, I mean, you watch it, I mean, it's it was it's, all done tongue, it was all done tongue in cheek. It was all done tongue in cheek, you know. What does the, that mean? The uh um just not taking themselves too seriously. They're kind of being kind of goofy and kind of corny on purpose. Right? Oh, okay. So, yeah. almost comic book style kind of. Well, not yeah. Not comic book style. That that's 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 wrong. Um, kind of cartoonish style, right? Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, that. so that I mean, you had so many different kind of genres going on that made it so fun. Um, what what did you? What else do we need to say about the movie itself, about the storyline or anything like that before we talk about kind of what we liked and didn't um, like and that kind of stuff? Um, let's see. See, um, um, if he uncovered this this giant conspiracy, you know, that the cinema had Simon Phoenix at the center of it as the weapon, and then, and then in the end, it turned into this big old, old um reminiscent fight between Phoenix and Spartan. Yeah. Well, so the storyline is... And of course, and of course it, it ends with it ends with with a fluid exchange between Lena Huxley and John Spartan. Yeah, so... so lingo. Kind of back to the storyline a little bit. You know, it turns out um, Dennis Leary's character, Ed Friendly, I think his name was, he kind of is the leader of the underground of the people that live yeah. under literally the people that live underground. They're like the, the scraps. Un, they're like the scraps, the unwanted. And turns out that this Dr. Cocteau, which I thought was an interesting name, um, <laughs> is the one that had him escape and program Simon Phoenix, Simon Phoenix, because they, as part of their release, they rehabilitate the meaning that they, during their time in cryo they insert skills and abilities and interests and stuff into their brain that are that to substitute the the, the violent ones well for this guy they may f- um they made sylvester stallone a freaking seamstress i know we'll get to that in a minute Not as, yeah. so but they gave they gave simon phoenix hacking abilities multiple types martial of arts. martial arts all kinds of things they gave him all these Weapons kind of super training, skills terrorism. right <clears throat> The, so um, he got he got all that broke out and escaped with all those skills because Dr. Cocteau had him really, you know, did all that so that he would take out Ed Friendly so he could continue his perfect society kind of stuff. Right. So that's what that's what that was all about. And then John Spartan. A flawless pal. Yeah. John Spartan got, you know, knitting in seam, seamstress in, stuff. Right. Right. So. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about the knitting thing in a minute because as as a husband of a knitter, there was a big flaw in, in the whole knitting thing that I need to talk about. So the, the fact that he was able to, to knit an entire 
Hiram's sweater in a single night? Nope. Nope. I'll, I'll get to that when it gets because, over. Because that's impossible. I don't know. So... So that was that was the issue. So that he got so that was the twist that he actually was released by the good guy who was really the bad guy to get rid of the bad guy who was really the good guy, right? Um, and then John Spartan comes in and kind of throws a wrench into the whole works, right? So in the end, they figure out that the bad guy is really the good guy. The good guy is really the bad guy. Um, and then Spartan takes out the really bad guy, and Spartan gets the girl. Typical action movie from the 90s, right? I mean, with, you could with pretty, a weird twist thing. In the, the details were different, but the the general plot was pretty much the same as pretty much every other action movie from the 90s. You yeah, know, basically. And and it's so funny watching that movie, an action movie from the 90s versus action movies today. I mean, look at how built Stallone was, and you had the other oh, movies yeah. from Jean Claude Van Damme and and Taco and, Bell was the main character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And and all these other Arnold Schwarzenegger, all these big guys that were big and hulking and this kind of stuff. And action guys today aren't always like that. Now they're good; they're in good shape. And I'm not talking about people like Chris Hemsworth who plays Thor because that's kind of the character, right? Um, but um, so um, Chris Pratt as Star Lord, you know, whom he's in shape but he's not bulked. Right, right, and but but and just like Ashley said, that's the reason why Die Hard is such a big deal because he was just a dude, you know. He was just a dude, and I think that's great. And I like the more realistic, because it's 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 playing to the person's character as opposed to the fact that he's got rippling muscles. <clears throat> Absolutely, Willis was not built like them. Still is not built like them. So so I just thought that that was kind of funny. Um, and then some of the funny stuff in the movie was like the fluid exchange. She's like, oh, we don't do that. She's like, hey, would you like to have sex? And he's like, yes, I would. And then she puts she, she puts this like element on his then head. She, then she basically and puts, it's like, is this some kind of full body condom? Then she basically puts an Oculus on his head, and they VR they have VR sex, and he's freaking out. He's like, no, 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 no! And she's offended because he wanted to kiss her. She's like, oh, we don't we don't do that at all. And she kicked him out, right? Um, and then of course at the end he kisses her, and she said, ooh, are all fluid exchanges this pleasant? And he says, better. And so she, you know. Just typical, like, oh my! Typical '90s action type of lines and stuff. I I just I just love so much about this movie. And um oh and and then also who um, another classic thing and that was in movies at that time. Yeah, the, 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 there was always a a very very somehow pristine muscle car. Oh, and that was a good muscle car too, and they trashed it. Oh, and they trashed it. So. They always trash them, Dad. Yeah, I know. So, um, there was there was something else I was going to say, but oh, okay. I'll, let me just let me just tell you about some of the quirks that 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 I know about. Is there anything mm. you want to say about this movie that you liked or disliked? Honestly, liked or disliked? The the only thing I disliked about the movie was was the actual well um situation of the movie because. Be uh, because I'm going around and um and 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 um re, um re, uh, remember when when Phoenix was um was was at that kiosk doing all that hacking and the yeah. cops showed up. Yeah, the cop literally had no idea what to do. He was basically asking a freaking Siri a device what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was like, okay, but you're 
how do you not know what to do in general? You know, if, if you see someone acting out, you apprehend them, right? You, you mm-hmm. don't, don't need to ask permission of, or from something to, to do it, yeah. you know? So, 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 so in that scene, I realized these cops aren't even really cops. They're basically just, just regular people in uniforms that they're basically home monitors, you know, yeah. home, they don't yeah. have any real power. Yeah. No, no, I mean, I, I, I agree. I, I mean, I, I understand. And, it's like, and I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. So it makes no sense. Well, I mean, think about it. If they've been on the police force and have never had to deal with violent crime ever, even yes. if they've been told what happened, do you think that do you think they're completely calm or do you think they're freaking out a little bit? I'm gonna go to a little psychologist on you here. They you think they're, um they um they would be freaking out about it, yes. Right. Which means their sympathetic nervous system has been activated, which is the fight or flight part of your brain. Okay? And the fight or flight part of your brain kickstarts the part of your brains that's for survival. Increases your heart rate and does all that kind of stuff. The part of the brain that gets less blood flow during fight or flight are the parts of your brain that help you think. Okay? So they're not thinking clearly when they're in the middle of that fight or flight, that sympathetic activation. They're just wanting to escape or fight. And since they've never fought before because they've never had to, they just wanted to escape. And so they were freaking out. So even if they'd been told or read stories or read manuals about how to do it, they had no ability to do it. Emotionally, they couldn't have done it at that time anyway, right? Yeah. Oh, now that would have been good. A dread versus What's demo. Dread? A dread. Judge Dread. Go look it up. Just, just go okay. look it up. So, Judge Dread versus Demolition Man. That'd have been a great crossover. So, I, I loved just the '90s action movie feel. I love that they were. So did I. I love that they were kind of making fun of the pansy type of society that's going to be in the future. And what made it more funny is that we're living in that now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> and go sitting there going, okay, so this is current day almost. <laughs> we even have self-driving cars now. So <laughs> pretty much it's, you know, they're Teslas now. They were, I don't know what they were back then. So that just, it just, it created a whole other level of enjoyment of this movie because of that for me. Um, sometimes it's good to have a good action flick. You can just turn your brain off and just watch and enjoy. You know, you don't have to worry about, okay, this is part of an entire MCU, and we have to remember who was related. We have to remember all these layers of storylines. No, just give me one movie. Bad guy, good guy. Good guy's bad guy. Bad guy's good guy, turns out, and all that kind of stuff. Crew. Blow stuff up, fight, shoot, go. So I like that stuff. Um, I like the play between uh, Sandra Bullock and, and and Sylvester Stallone. There's their relationship. I wasn't a huge fan of Snipes, but I've never been a huge fan of Snipes. So it wasn't a fan. It wasn't that he didn't do a good job in this movie. I've just never been a huge Wesley Snipes fan, period. And so that was that just played out in this movie for me. I mean, he was okay. He was great. He played the, he played the role. But he's just not my favorite. Um, so, so there was that. <clears throat> yeah, Con Man starts looking at something, and and sometimes he's literally almost falling asleep. You know, he's literally almost falling asleep. So I'm um, sorry. I know you got to go to bed soon, so we need to tie this up so we can get out of here, so you can go to bed, because you got to be up at four. Um, so other things, other things, the knitting. I want to mention the knitting just because I'm married to a knitter. 
You notice that when he after after the, she kicked him out of her apartment, after Lenina kicked her out of kicked him out of her apartment, he went to his place and he opened up that box and there was that ball of yarn and the, and the two needles, right? And what did he do? What did he do? He took the ball of yarn. He, and he started, started wrapping it around his arm, which is making a skein of yarn. Okay, that's backwards. When you buy yarn, because I've bought yarn for your mom before. When you buy yarn, you buy it in a skein, which is like it's all wrapped up and it's kind of twisted. Yeah. It's this long thing. And then when you buy the skein of yarn, you take it to the people that you buy it from, and they put it on a machine, and they they wind it up into a ball of yarn. That keeps it from getting tangled up when you're knitting. Yeah. It was already good to go when he got it out of the box. So he went the opposite maybe, direction and went from a ball of yarn to a skein. He it should have been a skein to... Whatever. I'm just saying. Just, I, I'm just I saying. think he was just fiddling with it. Um, the other thing is that um, Simon Phoenix's eyes, one is blue and one's brown. Yeah. They switch a couple of times in the movie. Really? <laughs> yeah. So. Um, now, 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 I always thought in the movie, him, um, um, they were going to reveal that the blue eye is some kind of cybernetic eye, you know? Yeah, I don't know. They ne- They never say anything. Um, so there was those kind of things. And <clears throat> I got to say, I love Dennis Leary. And that was classic 90s era Dennis Leary. Uh, Dennis Leary's a, co- a comedian in, 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 you know, the 90s, so it's early for you, Connor. But one of his things was he would go on these rants, you know, and just kind of go on a rant for like five minutes and string things along in a rant. And he did that in the movie. They said when they cast when they cast him for this role, they rewrote that character to give him opportunities to just go on rants. So he had a couple opportunities to do that in this movie, and that wasn't in the original script. But when they cast him for the character, they completely wrote the character so that he could do that. Um, the guy that plays Associate Bob, the big guy that was Doctor Cocteau's uh, for us for a second there, I thought it was Nathan Lane. <laughs> no, no, so. That's Otho from Beetlejuice. Who? Otho from Beetlejuice. I haven't seen Beetlejuice, Dad. Did we have it? Did yes, we, ever have we it? watched it all the time. If it was on TV, we stopped and watched it. I was terrified of it. Remember? Just, just like okay. I, was ter- I was terrified of freaking right, Gollum. Right? He's never. He's never. <laughs> you've never seen Beetlejuice. Oh my gosh. You're- well, what are your qualifications? The, well, well, I studied Juilliard. The sections reacted. Not to mention that I survived the plague. I never watched. The sections reacted the exact same way when I first told him I, I never watched Nightmare Before Christmas. They reacted the exact same way. Yeah, so anyway, so we have to rectify that error. We have to fix that problem, and we have to watch Beetlejuice. That we've got, okay, but we've not got this to. week. No, but at some point we've got to watch Beetlejuice. You've got to fix that. I feel like the, I feel like this is starting to turn into a a uh, a a a, 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 a spin off of TV's Travis Wait you haven't seen because we're starting to run into a bunch of movies that either Connor hasn't seen or I haven't seen. I don't want it to turn into that. I want it to go back to the random movies. So anyway, so he was Otho. Um, he hasn't. He does a lot of voiceover stuff, but and apparently they novelized this movie. They turned it into a novel, and in the novel he was the eunuch. Dr. Cocteau chopped it off so that he would not get ambitious and, and, and stuff. So he um he was a he was actually a eunuch in the story lie. They just didn't bring that out of the movie. I, I it, now now that's mentioned it, it would make everything seem a lot it would make everything a lot more 
understandable and make a lot more sense. <laughs> they kind of played the same. Oh, Associate Bob and Otho are basically the same character. Almost the same hair. They're, Almost the same hair. Just one, one wore a suit and one wore a kimono. But the character was almost the same. So anyway. <coughs> anyway. Um, is there anything else you would like to say about this movie before we go? Because we've been going at it for about an hour and a half. So much for a short podcast episode. Uh, do you think rat burgers are actually good? I don't. I, meat's meat, buddy. <laughs> if it's clean, if it's cleaned meat, if it's not like I mean, look. The reason why a rat burger, the idea of a rat burger, uh, doesn't sound good is because most rats are, you know, not clean, and so they they have diseases and they have parasites and all that kind of stuff. So no. But if you get like lab raised. Or farm-raised, free-range rats, <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I've never had rat before. I've had squirrel. I've had rabbit. I've never had never When had did you rat. have squirrel? Long time ago. Long time ago. Long time ago. Well, not, not, not when Luke used to hunt them and cook them up? No. Uh-uh. No. So, because they were wild, and they can be kind of rodent-y, kind of, mm-mm. no. So Squirrel anyway. in general is, is wild, um, tell me a restaurant where they serve squirrel. What I mean is, what I mean is, if it's cooked and prepared well enough to make sure that any kind of stuff is killed and any kind of germs or parasites are killed, it can be good. I don't know that that Luke's preparation of the squirrel was adequate for me to want to eat. Did mom eat it? No. We got a freezer full of deer from Luke, but we no, we, we kind of draw the line at deer. So yeah, <clears throat> but anyway, so anyway, yeah, that's the 1993 movie Demolition Man. Fantastic movie. I got had fun watching it again. Connor actually loved the movie, which was great because you know we had recently we had this had I uh, forgot which movie it was where I loved it and you didn't because you didn't really get it because of the difference in general. Yeah. Oh, uh, Cool Hand Luke. Right, oh, yeah, cool that was that was the movie. So this is kind of cool, but this one plays a little bit more into both of us, anyway. It's action, sci-fi, yeah. goofy kind of stuff, anyway, as opposed to a drama like like Cool Hand Luke. So anyway, here is the t- part of the podcast where we would normally roll for a random movie, but since I made the executive decision and said we were going to watch Demolition Man this time, I made a deal with the devil and told Connor he could pick the next <laughs> movie. So now. Connor now, has picked the next movie. Ah, but but here um here here's where I'm I'm, I'm still being random. Um, I've chosen four movies and um on the assign each of them unnumbered from Dad. Dad does not know what any of the movies are, and um and so he's gonna roll a four sided die um and then tell me the number it, it lands on, on um um and and then then when he when then when he tells me the, the number. Um, I'll tell him the list of movies ending with, um, with the one he actually rolled on. Okay. All right. So, you mean roll? You ready for me to roll? Yep, roll. All right, roll. Yep. I rolled a two. All right. So two. So so number one w- was going to be Road to El Dorado. Cool. Love that movie. Um, three would have been Atlantis. Love that movie. Um, um, four would have been in, um, would have been Emperor's New Groove. Love that movie. But two. So my groove. (laughs) Yeah. Weird. Um, but two is Sinbad. Of the the four. 
of the four, that's my least favorite. Great. <laughs> of the four, that would be the last one I would have picked to watch. Sinbad. <laughs> Can I roll again? No. Dang. We are watching Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Seas. Because I love the other three. That one is like, eh, eh, maybe. What, what's, so, what's wrong with it? It just doesn't do anything for me. The other ones have good stuff in it, right? I agree. No, I agree. No. I agree. No. I, okay. You, you, I'll, you I'll, I'll, use... I'll, I'll roll to one. Wasn't, roll, wasn't one Emperor's New Grave? No, that was three. It was three, right? It was three. Oh, I rolled a Dad, three. Stop. I rolled a Dad, three. Stop. Come on. You, Emperor's New you Grave. Already be, you already beat. Come on, man. Demolition, man. No, we need to watch. You, you, you already beat. He's a, Demolition, a, man. a llama. He's supposed to be dead. Come on, man. Sin, uh, Sinbad is a movie I have not seen in a long, long time. And, I do, and, and when I found it on, on Hulu, I was like, I got to watch this movie. Man, come on. What's wrong with it? There's nothing wrong with it. There's just much better options here. Okay, well, right, Smash has right. never seen any of them. So, Smash has never seen any of them. So, we need to pick one of the better ones. Fine. Okay, okay. So which one okay, is it going to be? I'm I'm going to randomize them again, and then you're going to roll again. Okay? okay. All right. All right. So you're going to tell me all the movies and what their numbers are first, right? No. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, you are. You're, yeah, you you're are. Still going to roll first. Oh, I'm going to roll. I got dice right here. Yeah. So roll. It's now. just off camera. Roll. No, have you randomized them? Yes. I yes I have. Okay, I rolled a one. Right. Please tell me it's not Sinbad again. No, no, no. Um, Sinbad was four this time. Okay, so what did we get um, this time? All right, this time <laughs> it, it, it is it is Atlantis. There was never any integrity to this process, Jacob. Ever, ever. <laughs> At, um, Atlantis. Atlantis. Okay. <laughs> you you sat in the dirt, didn't you? <laughs> Okay, Atlantis. Oh, yeah, and what if I told you about playing nice with the other kids? Get back. I've got soap, and I'm not afraid to use it. I'm going to say... Piece. Back back from the pit from which you came. I'm going to say money. So, anyway. You know, money, they, money. We have money, a lot of money. lines for this I'm movie. I'm going to say money. money. So, we have a lot of lines from these movies that we loved as the kids were growing up. <laughs> so, we're just... We're oh, rattling off some of our classic lines from these movies that we loved. You'll you'll understand. You need to watch the movie. So we're going to watch Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Excellent. Um, Emperor's New Groove is a great one. That's probably the funniest of all of them. It's definitely the funniest of all of them. Um, Dave I mean, Spader, man. Dave and uh, John Goodman. And, yeah, and 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 uh, uh, Warburton, Patrick Warburton. You know. You know, Crunk. 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 I mean, <laughs> yeah, weird. So <laughs> we we could just about do the movie. Yes. So there because look here's the here's the thing, Ashley, and you're gonna get this. You're gonna get this, okay? Um get crunk. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get no, no. You're gonna get this hey, as Dad, Tater, you get crunk? No, as 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 Tater Todd gets older and you start watching a lot of these movies, animated movies or whatever with him as he's growing up and he's going to have movies he's going to watch over and over and over and they're going to be movies. Some of them are you going to you're going to want to dig your eye out with a dull rusty spoon watching, but some you're going to absolutely love. 
And they're going to become stories of your family. They're going to become stories of your family and parent-child relationships. I'm sure he'll watch Aliens. I get that. But you're probably going to watch some animated stuff too. Okay? Um, hopefully, you won't have to go through the torture of watching things like Barney and Teletubbies. I friggin' hated the Teletubbies. They they uh, they scared the crap out of me, and they so, still do. So anyway, their eyes are soulless, man. They're soulless. Okay, so and why is their son a baby? I, I man, I think they were on acid. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. So, um, anyway, yes, Atlantis. Watch Aliens as much as you want to. But these animated movies, if you want a list of great animated movies to watch for your kids, I got. Because Connor and Mitch, that's pretty much was their life growing up, was just watching movies. Um, Her- Hercules, Lion King, pr- pretty much any Disney movie you know, before 2005 is, is a good go-to. Yeah, well. When, when they were still drawing them and not 3D animating them or, or doing or doing crappy, uh, dramatic action-filled live-action versions. Hey, oh, speaking, actually, of, speaking of live-action versions, the live-action Mulan is actually really good. A lot of people trashed it, but as a movie, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I mean... Um, I haven't I haven't seen the live Lion King yet. I haven't seen that one yet, but the live oh, Mulan was on, good. On Disney+, Plus, um, they, um, they, uh, they have the new Lion King listed under live-action. It's not live-action, though. It's all animated. It's, it's all completely animated. That makes no sense. It's live-action-ish. It's not. It's not. It's not the um, um, um. The there's no real animal actor or scene anywhere in the movie. It's all completely 100 percent. I know. I know. I know. So, so anyway, it pisses me off. I, it I, confuses me. I get you don't, and that makes great sense to not expose Tater Tot to TV and that kind of stuff early on. I get that. You know. We, unfortunately, we had a couple of kids on the spectrum, and it was virtually impossible not to. You know, it's just it's just what it was, right? Um, but even if, if you don't expose him to those movies and stuff, you... <laughs> this doesn't sound right. You need to expose yourself to, <laughs> to Emperor's New Groove and Atlantis and what was the other one? Of the, the, of the, th- of the um, three? Um, Road to El Dorado. Road to El Dorado is good. That's um, another. That really that's is. A, a good that's one. a good one. But of those, Emperor's New Groove is Sinbad definitely. Sinbad is also a good one. It's a good one, but it's the fourth best one on that list, in my opinion. So, um, so expose oh, Shrek. So Shrek. He she she's got to see Shrek. You owe it to yourself to expose yourself to new movies. <laughs> she said I should expose myself for my mental health. I'm sure Jacob would appreciate that. So I'm sure Jacob would appreciate that. So, oh, oh man, you're you're gonna get reamed for that, dude. Oh, there God. there are some, you know what? And and there's some there's some great animated movies that aren't major popular ones. Con, uh, Mitch and I were talking about. Oh man, we're chasing so many chickens about movies. Cats don't dance is another good one. Oh man, I have not seen that movie in years. Because we had we had to, we had to leave this morning. We had to leave this morning to go to his appointment to get his wisdom teeth cut out. <laughs> and as we're leaving the the kitchen, I said, "And we're walking, we're walking, and we're running, we're running." Which is from that movie. So anyway, oh man, uh, Connor and I could go for hours about these old animated movies because we spent hours. Oh, Dad, Dad. Yes. There's something I want to show you. 
Okay, well, while you're getting that, so no, uh, no, Toy Story. Hold no, on, I'm, let me I've finish. I've already this. got it. Okay, Toy Story and Lion King. Connor didn't sleep hardly at all as a baby. I mean, li- literally, he would not. He would this maybe is true. maybe two three hours a night. Um, he would cry for hours when we tried to to get him to go to sleep. Um, and so back then we had Toy Story and we had Lion King on D- on VHS, and we picked one each night, and one of us was up with him in the middle of the night watching that movie every single night. Every single night for years. I've probably seen those two movies well over 100 times each. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Um, Lion and, King is still my favorite. And so Lion King, I mean, when it's dark, if you've seen Lion King and it's dark and all of a sudden the sun because pops. Because they birthed me into this crappy world. That's why I hate them. And and the sun pops up and it goes, oh, and it starts singing. Every time that would happen, Connor at He's like two, 18 months or whatever, would throw his hands up in the air like this. And so today, whenever that song comes on, the entire family will do this. Because, <laughs> you know, so there's you're, you're going to get a lot of memories from those things. And I get not exposing to it at a much earlier age. I get that. That's great. But there's also the source of some really cool stories and connections yeah. there that we'll have for the rest of our lives, you know. We'll be joking about Lion King and, you know, yeah, weird from Emperor's New Groove until we're dead. Yeah, so, we are. Yeah. So anyway. Anyway. Okay. Hey, um, we're done. Um, you got to go to bed, no, man. No, oh, I, you want to show something? Yeah, yeah, you want to show something? Um. So, so, so last week, week Nikki was asking me, um, asking me what um what what my favorite um classic Disney movie was. You know, mm-hmm. well, but, you know, I'm um. um uh, the ones that they're made in, in like the the 60s and 50s you know mm-hmm. way back when mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and and i told her it was peter pan mm. you okay. know yeah yeah and um and, and so she so she painted this oh okay it's, it, um, it, it's, it's a c with the, yeah. with the tower and and second star to, second the star right. to the right there you go that is really cool carter that is really yeah. cool so excellent uh, i love it yeah so and I've noticed um, it's um it's going to be one of our decorations for for our wedding. Actually, she's going to who um do she's she's going to do an N and mm-hmm. with um um with with her favorite. Right. Right. Okay. Cool. So, do we have anything? Saying? Do we have anything else we need to talk about before we get out of here so you can go to bed? And I can go get another drink and spend the rest of my evening. I'll always remember to 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 tip your delivery boys. Tip your delivery. Tip your drivers. Yep. Cool. All right. So, anything else that we need to talk about? Never have, never have a bad hair day. Yeah. No, you're right. Right, Smasher. So <laughs> now he sleeps. Right. You never have a bad hair day because you have no hair. Um, I mean, I do right now. I just, it's, it's just, I really want to, who, um, I just wish I, I could get in, in, into a regular shaving schedule. Um, I I need to get some more razor blades though. Every Saturday morning, pretty easy. You you know, every Sunday morning. Yeah, so Sunday morning is is a bit better. Yeah. Yeah. But then at the same time, I'm, I I just want to I just want to lay in bed and watch Netflix or Disney Plus or something. I'm I'm sure this is riveting conversation for everybody that's in the chat room. This is I stuff do we not can talk want to tattoo offline. my head. I. 
um, I've seen people who, who tattoo their heads. Bam no. Bam Bigelow. Bam Bam Bigelow tattoo. That's what he no. needs. He needs a Bam Bam Bigelow tattoo. Absolutely. No. You need who flame. is that? You need flames on your skull. <laughs> go no. go go Google Bam Bam Bigelow and you'll see you're built like him and you get his tattoo under your head like him. You can cosplay as Bam Bam Bigelow and people would ask for your autograph at Dragon Con because they would no. think you're him. It's like no. either that or your Bam Bam son. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> are you leaving? What are you doing? <laughs> okay. So we're gonna get out of here because yeah. we've been at this way too long, and yeah. it's time and for I you really to go and get some rest. You, you do. You gotta get some rest. So we're done. Thanks for folks that came in and just kind of hung out with us and chatted. It's it's a. I've gotten kind of spoiled. Um, as we do this, we used to come in here and do this and we just chat with each other because we knew nobody was coming in here. Now that we have people that actually come in here and chat with us, I kind of get it's spoiled. It's a lot more fun. I get spoiled of having people to chat with. So, um, so anyway, but, um, yeah, so we're going to do, what What did we say we're going to do? Oh, uh, Atlantis Atlantis. Next time. And then we'll be back on our random movies after that. Yes. So, um, thanks so much, everybody, for popping in and talking to us and hanging out with us and, uh, We'll do this again next week, probably 7 o'clock again, because he's got to work again the next Saturday morning. Um, yep. And then we'll be back on our 8 o'clock schedule. So, anyway, thanks, everybody, for hanging out and watching, and we'll talk to you guys next time on the Gene Pool Variety Hour. And always remember... What? That was a fake. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't. Stay nerdy, my friends. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I swear that wasn't fake. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Bye. Bye, everybody. Y'all have a good night. See you later. Peace. I can just figure out how to stop this thing. There stop we go. Stop this crazy thing. Ah!